Nights with Simon Lim on 1FM 91.3. Night Call with Simon Lim. Tonight on my show, my special phone-in guest is Dr. Joseph Leong from Promises Healthcare. And Promises Healthcare is a service provider in Singapore for mental health treatment and recovery. Hi, Dr. Joe. Welcome to my show. Hello, Simon. Now, Dr. Joe, let's begin by talking about anxiety. Are anxiety disorders different from, let's say, normal anxiety? And how can anxiety be treated? Yes, uh, anxiety actually becomes uh, disordered when there's actually distress causing dysfunction, then leading to significant impairment in occupational, social, and then leisure functioning. So I think the holistic approach is to actually take a bio, psycho, social, spiritual framework to actually help the person in distress. And can anxiety be a symptom of another medical condition? I mean, what's the patient journey as well? You know, it promises healthcare for someone seeking your expertise to treat anxiety. Yes, uh, anxiety can be a symptom of uh, thyroid or even heart conditions. For example, hypothyroidism, which is excessive thyroid hormone, can actually cause anxiety, restlessness, nervousness, difficulty concentrating, and also fatigue. And frequent bowel movements, for example, hand tremors, heat intolerance, sleep problems, and even racing heartbeats. And likewise, irregular heartbeats may actually be a heart condition and not really anxiety. Psychiatrists are actually trained medical doctors, so who specialize in mental health conditions. So we do a comprehensive assessment including taking a detailed medical history to rule out medical conditions and then recommend medication, talk therapy and uh, even medical certificate MC you know, for accommodations or change of work environment. Mm-hmm. How can someone manage their anxiety better so as to function at the workplace and can anxiety go away without medication? Yeah, I think uh, multiple stress, prolonged stress and severe stress can actually result in the very nervous breakdowns and anxiety disorder. I think uh, really appropriate uh, support and adequate skill training can actually help mitigate uh, all the stress at work. I think one of the examples is actually the DBS CEO, Mr. Prakash Gupta, which he shared about his two episodes, you know, of acute one is acute anxiety and also another episode of insomnia when he actually had medical assistance which helped out to sort out the problem. Mm -hmm. And his learning from these two episodes was that it is the human brain is actually difficult to control and sometimes can act up. He said that the best is to recognize that this is a medical condition just like other physical ailments and then seek professional help. I need you to stay with me right here on the show. I have plenty of questions for you this evening. I'm talking tonight to Dr. Joseph Leong from Promises Healthcare. He's my special guest on the show. Stay connected to 1FM 91.3. Night Call. With Simon Lim. This evening, my special phone in guest is Dr. Joseph Leong from Promises Healthcare. And one of Dr. Joseph Leong's specializations is treating mood disorders such as bipolar disorder. Now, Dr. Cho, for the benefit of 1FM 91.3 listeners, how do we recognize someone who's suffering from bipolar disorder versus, let's say, you know, mood swings? So I think uh, one is actually the severity, the frequency and then the intensity of uh, bipolar disorder. It's actually quite a rare condition. It's only just 1% of the population 
uh, I think it's very important not to just label somebody with a mental condition without a proper assessment. So I've actually many young persons or uh, young adults actually come and see me for mood swings. They said they have mood swings and they wonder if they have bipolar disorder. And it actually turns out after a proper assessment, it's more related to because irregular sleep patterns, uh, exam stress and actually work stress rather than truly a bipolar disorder. Mm-hmm. Actually, any concern, a proper assessment is actually needed. Uh, what is actually more common is actually a major depressive uh, disorder, major depression. It's actually more common at 5% to 10% of population at one time. And it can actually lead to significant loss of productivity and even a loss of life through suicide. Can people with bipolar tell that they have bipolar? And what is the first line of treatment for patients with bipolar What's recommended to get better? Yeah, so actually a lot of uh, uh, people come, they say, oh, they may have anger management issues, mm. <laughs> mood swings, uh, anger management. They may start screaming or shouting or throwing things. I think the most important, if you ask me, the first step is actually to get a proper assessment and follow up with a treatment plan. And that would actually include what you call symptom management, how to manage the mood swings, medication management with some mood charting. So there is actually a list of uh, recovery stories. I think more important is recovery stories. Actually, in the Promises website, which is under my profile on bipolar disorder, symptoms, treatment, and also recovery. So actually, there's a lot of information uh, mm-hmm. available. And what happens if, you know, this is left untreated beyond, let's say, uh, youth or um, young adults, and then it progresses to, let's say, a later stage, you know, when you're in your uh, late 30s or 40s? I think you're referring to a milder form of bipolar called uh, cyclothymia. Mm-hmm. And uh, that is actually very frequent. Again, mood swings of uh, hypomania or mild depressive episodes, not the extremes, not the severe but also again it's very rare it's happening around uh, 0.4 to 1% of the population I think if you leave it untreated half of those who has been diagnosed cyclothymia then develop a full-blown more severe form which is actually then bipolar disorder so a delay in treatment can actually lead to a full-blown more severe form of bipolar disorder mm-hmm. And what are some misconceptions about bipolar disorder and how can we integrate someone with a history of bipolar disorder better into the workplace? In other words, social support. I think you brought up a very important point about social support. I think some of the most common uh, misconceptions about mood disorders like bipolar disorder is the person can just snap out of it or be in control you know, mm. of, uh, of the mood swings. Somehow you use positive thinking you know, and then all that you can overcome a mood disorder. I think what's more important is actually appropriate rest because when a person is irritated or very high, you know, the person may need to be excused from shift work, for example, because uh, sleep disturbances is correlated with uh, mood disturbances, mm. right? So monitoring actually social activities is also important to prevent the worsening of mood disturbance. We can be supporting this person by actually making sure this person has adequate rest and sleep when they are high or irritable. And then, of course, uh, don't go and ask this person to go out too often. Otherwise, the person will be more and more irritated, more and more active. And tonight, my special guest is Dr. Joseph Leong from Promises Healthcare. We'll be back in just a bit. Nights with Simon Lim on 1FM 91.3. Night Call 
with Simon Lim. On the line is my special phone-in guest, Dr. Joseph Leong, who's from Promises Healthcare. And Promises Healthcare is a service provider in Singapore for mental health, recovery and treatment. Now, Dr. Joe, there are people who find it hard to adjust to certain situations. Now, it may be due to a loss of a job or inability to find suitable work if they're not in their 20s or 30s. So, adjustment difficulties may even be due to you know being treated unfairly at the workplace or an inability to cope and this could affect their mental health and lead to poor uh, self-esteem and even depression so what's your approach in helping such individuals when they seek treatment i think this is actually a very common uh, situation all of us are moving through transitions and changes i think active listening is actually very important to assess what is really happening before we actually provide any possible solutions which would help the, this person who's seeking help. Very important, the comprehensive and holistic uh, treatment plan might actually take a few sessions to be worked out and uh, implemented successfully. In Promises, we actually have an executive coach and also therapists who are highly skilled to provide that uh, appropriate uh, psychosocial intervention too. And another one of your specializations is psychosocial rehabilitation and recovery. So tell me more about this area. I did my specialization in psychosocial rehabilitation at UCLA in the US with a distinguished professor of psychiatry, uh, Robert Paul Liverman, in 2009. When I came back, I implemented this program called Personal Effectiveness for Successful Living, a program with the help of occupational therapists, the case managers, and social workers. And uh, when I presented uh, in 2012, we actually won the Best Scientific Poster Award at the World Congress in Milan, in Italy. Wow. So, yeah, <laughs> many persons uh, with mental illness, mental health issues can actually successfully recover mm. and find work and find a meaningful life. I think mm. it's so uh, meaningful. So these recovery stories are actually listed in the Promises website. Uh, under my profile in bipolar and schizophrenia symptoms treatment and recovery it's a whole long list of uh, recovery stories singapore stories so my hope is that more persons could fully recover from mental illness uh, the website to go to is promises.com.sg and you can find dr joseph leong's profile now dr joe obsessive compulsive disorder or ocd is one of the most common disorders in singapore now, who are the most prone to developing OCD? And is hoarding, you know, disorder part of the obsessive-compulsive disorder or OCD? Or is it non-related? Yeah, uh, Simon, you're actually right that OCD is the third most common uh, mental health condition after major depressive disorder and also alcohol use disorder. In fact, at uh, 2.9% of our population, 12-month prevalence rate in Singapore, uh, we are the OCD capital of the world. Oh dear. <laughs> you know, with Gyasu and Gyasi, right? <laughs> yeah. Hoarding disorder has been actually considered as part of the OCD spectrum, mm. right? I think what's more important is this uh, mantra I always tell people when we're too much clutter, you know, you think you're hoarding too much, is do we actually chuck away or do we really want to cherish or even give to charity? Mm. The three C's are when there's a clutter, uh, really uh, chucking it away, do we cherish it or do we actually want to give to a charity? I like that, you know, the three C's. And stay with me right here on the show. We've got one more segment coming up with you, Dr. Joseph Leong from Promises Healthcare. Night Call. 
with Simon Lim. Still on the line with me is my special phone-in guest, Dr. Joseph Leong from Promises Healthcare. And you may visit promises.com.sg to find out the range of mental health services and to read more about Dr. Joseph Leong, who's my special guest. And Dr. Joe, one of your pet topics is caring for life. So tell me why people need more conversations or, you know, open discussions regarding this caring for life. What's important here? Caring for Life Singapore is a mental health charity which actually provides a four-hour training to help community carers to detect suicide ideation and then to take appropriate action. I think in the mental health survey in 2021, four in ten Singaporeans were found to have suicide ideation. Uh, That is 40% of the population. Many Singaporeans are actually trained in first aid, for example, CPR, right, resuscitation or use of defibrillator. So likewise, we hope that more Singaporeans can be trained in to detect persons in distress and also how to actually help these persons while in distress. And of course, many people forget that psychiatrists are humans too and everyone faces problems and challenges in life. So what's one personal challenge that you've had to overcome and what did you have to do you know, to put yourself into a better space or line of thinking? I think one of the personal uh, challenges is actually job burnout and compassion fatigue. You know, as a professional caregivers, I'm always reminded of uh, personal caregivers uh, who actually need to care for their loved ones 24-7, 365 days. So I think as a professional caregiver, we are actually on duty or on call. We take shifts. Mm. But I think really my heart goes out to personal caregivers of persons with uh, mental health uh, conditions, with brain disorders. So Caregiver Alliance is another mental health charity I actually support a lot. Mm-hmm. Uh, and also it was started in 2011 also by myself looking through some material. Likewise, for caring for life, which is actually about suicide ideation, I think that's something very, very important. My hope is actually that uh, we can reduce all this job burnout and compassion fatigue when we can actually train caregivers uh, with skills, knowledge and a change of heart to care for their loved ones. And is there a book that you could recommend my listeners to read? You no, know, it can be any book, you know, your favorite novel or maybe a self-help book. That's actually a very interesting book I came across. The title is called The Autistic Brain, Helping Different Kind of Minds Succeed. Mm. It's by Temple Blandin. Uh, the Autistic Brain, Helping Different Kinds of Minds Succeed by Temple Blandin. You can actually watch Temple Blandin also uh, on YouTube too. No, she's a professor. Actually, she's autism. Very interesting uh, speaker. Okay, definitely something for all of us to check out. Could you also maybe share your favorite quote or wise words just to wrap up, you know, this wonderful interview with you? And uh, thank you for asking that. Uh, I think a lot of people may actually know about the serenity prayer and may have a plaque at home. Uh, that's the prayer I always pray for myself and for people who come and see me, that God grant me the serenity to accept the things I cannot change but courage to change the things I can and wisdom to know the difference. And that's my favourite quote, the serenity prayer. Thank you so much, uh, Dr. Joe. Dr. Joseph Leong from Promises Healthcare. It's been such a pleasure you know, having you as my guest tonight. And you take care, okay? Thank you, Simon, for your interview. Good night. Good night. Nights with Simon Lim on 1FM 91.3.